That sounds so hard. Sounds good. All right, let's get it. Yes, sir. You can't make this up, podcast, Kevin Ash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. Episode. Uh oh, we ain't had a good <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Episode. I showed on uh, oh, 273. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. I showed Before we get to the real topics, man, we got to talk about this situation that happened up in Michigan. Uh, Ethan Crumberly, uh, on Tuesday, he shot up his school, killed four people, man. And this morning, his parents were arrested. Because apparently they had something to do with it. They bought a gun and left it unlocked and everything like that. And it's just been madness going on, man. Did y'all want to touch on that one real quick? It definitely. Yeah. This one, uh, this one, you know, touched close to the wife's strings because it, she, the first thing, the first thing they reported was like uh, outside of Michigan or outside of Detroit. Right. And uh, or like no, a suburb of Detroit, which is really it's really outside Detroit. It's it's a little ways out, forty five minutes away or something. But um, it's this one's gonna be a weird one because the parents actually met with the school, I think two or three times prior, including the day of the actual shooting. Right. Um, mm. I, I I just saw this morning. It was talking about how um, they bought the gun as a quote-unquote Christmas gift for the son, and that was text messages that the mother had sent, and something about how uh, when they, uh, the school had, had touched on the, one of the meetings was they had caught him searching for ammunition. Mm-hmm. And when they caught him searching for ammunition, they wanted, you know, touch with the parents, and the parents, the mom ended up texting the son, you're not in trouble, son, you just gotta learn how not to get caught. So, and it's like, some of the stuff that's coming out with the story, you know, and then they went on, they went on a run when they were, uh, you know, charged, they couldn't find them for 12 hours. They went, right. they went on the run trying to get to Canada. So with all that, man, this one's going to be a one where I think all three going to get charged. You know, this is a situation where, you know, they're going to have to, you know, definitely, definitely have to, uh, Go go the court system and see, but you know, with, with the premeditated and how this is laying out, this one's gonna be a different one. I think I think the whole family going down with this. One. Yeah. yeah, and I I don't think I've ever seen it like that to where now the parents are, you know, under fire. Did they? Mm-hmm. You said they already they did capture them and yeah, this morning. You mm-hmm. know, okay. Now nah, this, this is the first time I've ever seen that man. Super unfortunate, but. You know, it's going to have to get to the point where metal detectors going to be in every school, not just the ones in the hood, because, shit, these are the ones, these are the schools that need the metal detectors. Yeah, for me, um, I'm not going to front. I wasn't keeping up to speed on everything going on with this case until the wife basically read me the entire article yesterday as we was driving back from the funny bone and everything like that. And a lot of things for me just stood out like red flags. Like, so apparently... He got called to the principal's office on Monday over a note situation and talking about blood and make the voices stop, some type of stuff like that. So obviously this kid is dealing with some mental issues. They tried to reach out to his parents. They never called school back. So then Tuesday, another note situation, they call the parents again. The parents come up to the school. They do the powwows. They get them in counseling, yada, 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 send the kid back to class and then that's when shit hits the fan so apparently they're trying to figure out like all right did he have the gun on him did he have it in his book bag did he have it in his locker and everything like that i don't know about the schools that y'all went to but when we got into a fight we went immediately to in school suspension or your parents came to pick you up and that's it so i can only imagine what my school system is doing right now over an alleged situation with guns and things of that nature there's a failure going on obviously with the parents like that's pretty clear but there's also a failure on the school board's part by sending him back to class like yo this is back-to-back days y'all had to deal with the same student over the same issue and this isn't talking in class this isn't you know Mm -hmm. saying 
throwing paper. This isn't being disruptive. This is a scary situation, especially dealing with the climate that we're dealing with nowadays, where the access to guns is at an all time high. And apparently when the father went back home to see if the gun was there or whatever, all was missing and he didn't alert anybody. Like, well, it's only three of y'all in the house. It's either you, the wife, or the kid. And, oh, man, oh, shit, there's a shooting at the school. No, we don't go up there to try to see what's going on. We hit the lamb. We on the run from the law. <laughs> so, Dizzle, you right. Kid going to jail. The parents need to go to jail. School board need to be sued for incompetence. It's an all-around bad situation. And now... You know what I'm saying? There's four lives lost. You know what I'm saying? Kids. Kids lost mm-hmm. over some silly shit. I know the defense and, is going to be some, oh, he was bullied or all that type of shit. Look, man, I ain't saying that bullying is cool, but you know how you handle a bully? Fight. You ain't got to kill nobody. You, can, you right. can fight. You can do that. Like, that's acceptable. Like, that shit is just, it's just sad, man. All the way around. Yeah, I think we're gonna hear some more about it. I think they said another was in critical condition too, so that number, that that number four might even might might go up. Um, yeah, but yeah, um, fortunate, it, you know, folks. That's one of the downfalls of going back to to, to class. I think when we was re- everybody was remote for a little bit, folks was cheering that, um, the, you know, there wasn't any school shootings or the the mass murder rates were down for the year mm-hmm. or the two years. Well, shit, sit back open now. And, you know, unfortunately, if we can remember before COVID hit, this was a once a month headline. Yeah. So yeah. this is unfortunate. But something got to change. I don't think we've made any changes since these since the spikes in these mass murders. So we're going to see what's going to happen or we just going to wait for the next headline. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So getting off that bad news, we got to do some congratulations, man. Former Wayne Warrior. Dizzle, your your squadron, yeah. former, <laughs> former Ohio State Buckeye Marcus Freeman is now the head coach of Notre Dame football at the young age of 35 years old. Amazing. That shit is so sweet hey. to me, man. So dope to see somebody from, you know, the city that can, you know, this is really going to be beneficial for the, the whole area. I mean, from, from here to South Bend, you know, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be just the, the youth of a youth of a the young coach, the youth of a young coach on a team like Notre Dame should 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 just take that you know energy to the next to, to where to where it once was you know the the Rudy days and all those jazz <laughs> but but I really believe in it and I really believe in in, uh, in Marcus he's, he's a dope high school player dope college player at O State um, uh, definitely definitely uh, proud of the accomplishment that's gonna be huge for the city. Yeah, man, proud Wayne alumni, bro. Like, I'm not gonna act like I kept up with his career after Ohio State, um, but you know, I, I definitely knew he was on the staff at Notre Dame just from being from Wayne. Um, but nah, big congrats. I'm gonna have to root for Notre Dame now, man, because uh, <laughs> his name and his jersey and all that has been in the Wayne Hall of Fame since I've been there. Um, I think Braxton just got inducted to the Wayne or the Huber Heights Hall of Fame, something like mm-hmm. that, just this year. So, yeah, man, always room for the home hometown kids. Yeah, man, it's super dope to think that a, a black man is the head coach at, at Notre Dame and everything like yeah. that. And to think about, like, uh, Mel Tucker, who went to my high school, who played football at my high school when my uncle was there and everything. They played on the same team. So to think about, like, in the span of basically two weeks, like Mel Tucker signed a $95 million contract. So he's making $99.5 million a year. And now you got Marcus Freeman, only 35 years old, the head coach of Notre Dame and everything like that. Like that's an amazing accomplishment. And also something that we were getting into on the sports show today. Well, this week people was talking about, Oh man, I think he's too young. I think he's too young. And I'm like, wait a minute, man. Like, College football is about the youth. It's about connecting with kids. It's about getting talent in there and having the ability to speak to children and make them see your vision. And what's better than that than somebody that's closer to their age than than like a 70-something-year-old man who can't relate. And 
Ryan Day was 38 when he took over at Ohio State. You know what I'm saying? Nobody was screaming about he was too young. So that whole age thing to me, that shit is played out, man. It's nothing but congratulations for him. As far as rooting for Notre Dame, I don't know about that. You know, I, I it's, got to. It's, it's Buckeyes over here, even though we're not playing this weekend. They actually play Notre Dame. Week one. Second game. Oh, it's week one? I think so. Okay, so they play well, Notre well, Dame. No, you're probably right. Actually, the big game is usually week two, ain't it? Yeah, something. But either way, they play next year, man. So that's going to be yeah. dope, man. Uh, I know tickets for that going to be absolutely crazy. Dizzle, yeah. you froze? Super killer. Right. Oh. Uh, 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 Y'all can't hear me? Uh, uh, we can hear you. <laughs> you <laughs> you striking uh, a fucking uh, bogus. You can't stop the rain. <laughs> <laughs> You got the you got the stop the rain fingers going. <laughs> Damn, bro, I'm a, I'm at my uh, wife's grandpeople's house and they don't know their Wi-Fi password, so I'm ass out. Uh, it's all good. It's all it's your podcast. But shit, let's get into it, man. Uh, you just mentioned you you got a new phone, man. You no longer down with the you you T-Mobile. You team T-Mobile now. No more Boost Mobile. What happened? What made you switch? Uh, it was time, man. And really, my wife's phone, I think she had the iPhone 7, and I had the iPhone 8. And I'm like, bro, we need some new phones. I think her phone, it only lasted about an hour before it died. Um, like, her shit would be dead. If you're using it, it's, it's going to die here in a, a few minutes. And my dad also, he had an old phone to where it would randomly be at 30%. And then just power down. Or if he, like, tossed it on the bed, it would just power off. Like, it, it shit was bad. So I'm like, man, let's just get us some new phones. Let's get us a new plan. Because whenever we out out of town, if we in somewhere with just a little bit of mountains, that shit don't be working with Virgin, uh, Virgin Mobile. When we was in Mexico on vacation, we couldn't make no phone calls. Um, so yeah, we, we upgraded, got the brand new iPhone 13, um, pretty good deal. Uh, but shit is, is, am I sounding good? Cause I want to make sure this service is what I'm paying for. I don't want to be sounding you good like right now. Whatever, whatever you're doing right now, continue to do that. Okay. When you was, okay. when you was in relaxed mode, that's when it started acting crazy. Gotcha. Yeah, but nah, I just got the got the new joint, man. It's been a long time coming. I think the last time I bought a new phone, like I said, I got the, I had the iPhone eight. So what was that five six years with the same phone? That's what's yeah. up, man. Yeah. Killer, you uh, your eye feeling better, bro? Eyes feeling better. Eyes feeling better. I had to had to call a. Calling the favors at the Dayton VA um, prior to me leaving federal employment. My last my last job in the federal system was working for the eye clinic at the Dayton VA. So that was a, a blessing in disguise to have those relationships because when your eyes flare up and you start going crazy, um, I've had these issues happen for probably the last 15 years of my life. But uh Called them up. They rushed. Up. They uh, saw me Monday morning. Squeezed me in. Got me going on some steroid drops, and uh, they've been managing it pretty well. So, really, really after probably just just the Sunday of of uh, dealing with a Sunday, going Monday, everything slowly improved throughout the week. So, I was feeling much better. Just taking a couple drops a day. Um, had a pretty good week. Uh, Got my flight information for my Puerto Rico wedding that I'm doing Puerto in February. Rico. So that's confirmed, booked, and, and and sealed. So that's gonna be a fun week at the end of January, uh, beginning of February. I got a 40th birthday party in Columbus on on Saturday, a 40th birthday party in Cleveland on Sunday, and I fly to Puerto Rico on Monday. So that's gonna be a fun a fun time. Damn. So, so what's the uh? So you got to fly. And I've had this question too because I've only done gigs where I drove and I know I can pack all my equipment in the whip. What's that like when you can't just pack all the speakers, everything you need, and you got to fly out? Like, do the venue got the shit on deck? Do you got a plug out in Puerto Rico? 
I think uh, this was all put into the budget as far as uh, the planning of, from the couple. Um, they they wanted to have uh, me there as a DJ. I'm also uh, going to be serving a role as best man or 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 a portion of somewhere in that realm, best man or one of the groomsmen. But um, I'm going to be playing playing a role with that as well. So um, they budgeted for like the speaker rental. Uh, they ran the turntables that are like probably one of those controllers. Um, but I'm just gonna go with straight laptop. I'm, I'm, I'm still c- carry on the whole way. I'm I'm laptop and two days, three days of clothes. Mm. That's all I gotta bring with. <laughs> it must be so nice. It's gonna it's gonna be cool to have uh have the back to back gigs the days right before I go, and then be able to just basically take those two days of gigs and that be the money I need for Puerto Rico. So kind of works out that way too so i'm, I'm excited to first time going first time djing anywhere of the island nature except for i guess you should count the world caribbean cruise that that was a that was a fun deal but yeah man i'm excited excited to get the opportunity I, usually this time of year is my slow portion of the year and i'm actually booked up quite extensively until quote unquote my busy time of the year which would be like april may june I got uh, Jacksonville in March, Atlanta in April, um, Florida. I'm going to Tampa to do a wedding in the summer in like June. So it's going to be crazy. Hot as hell down there. It's hot as hell in Tampa in the summer, boy. Humid yeah, as hell. Yeah. But you also, you taking the fam to Disney for Christmas too, right? So December is just like, yeah. I'm actually don't call you. You busy. Next next weekend I'll be in Chicago DJing for my homeboy James Cosby. He started a uh, pit bull uh, coalition, I'll call it. He got he got a whole army of people with him, but um, he started a uh, well, kind of like the dog show you see on TV, but pit bull style with music. So it's like mm-hmm. they do all the different categories, all the different dogs, sizes, male, female. Um, but he has grown this thing to where he's taking his show on the road and. Uh, oh. He has a convention center in uh, in, in uh, Chicago. Two DJs, all his pretty much staffing coming from Dayton. So all his, he has two DJs, videographers, um, all coming from the city. Uh, we're gonna be out there for the whole weekend next week. Come back for a week and then drive into Orlando. So yeah, this is a busy. Got to put some tires in the car this week. Tires <laughs> oil change week. <laughs> another another bag spent. <laughs> Dizzle, how was your week, man? Shit, uh, fuck, wrapping up at my at my job. I've been trying to just make sure shit is set because I start my new role next week. So it's been busy at work, just making sure shit got done. But wow, I gotta I gotta pass my team off to other managers. So they trying to make sure I got all day shit taken care of and closed out before I you know start the new role. End up taking a random trip to Atlanta. I'm actually in Atlanta right now. My uh, wife's grandparents' house. So took a quick road trip down here till Sunday morning. Shit, man, that road trip though was kind of weird. Shit just kept happening. Like um, the mom was driving for a bit. We stopped at a hotel to use the bathroom, and then uh, so the mom got out the car, and then a minute later, my wife went in. So. The mom came out first, got in the car, and just pulled off, didn't even check to see if <laughs> her daughter was in the back seat or not. So we was, you know, damn near on the highway. I'm like, yo, you just going to leave your daughter? What's going on? And she looked back, had to throw it in reverse. Um, so so that was funny. That was some, like TV, TV shit. She literally just hopped in the car and floored it. And I'm like, yo. <laughs> what's going on <laughs> y'all got beef <laughs> right like she literally left her ass at random this was like six in the morning i don't even oh, know where we no. was at yeah right um what else happened she ended up like throwing up while she was driving at one point a few times i'm like yo that's some skills i would have pulled over and she, did. <laughs> she grabbed a little gas station bag that we had was just bleh. Still keeping it on. Still had the wheel. Still had the wheel. I'm like, yo, you hit the bar? Ain't hit the bar? Nah, bro. She had it. I'm like, you a good one. She said this ain't my first time. My immature ass got way too many comments. I'm just gonna stay silent. 
I'm too immature. I'm too immature. Yeah, everybody was sleeping in the back. I'm the only one that's up witnessing this in the passenger seat. I tried to fake sleep at first, man. I was not trying to have a conversation. She said that she was going to drive the first half. She driving. I don't, you know. So I was over here. I was I'm over here asleep. Right. Don't try to pull this. I know what you're doing. <laughs> nah, I heard the up chuck and I opened my eyes and then she kept doing it. I'm like, yo, you good? <laughs> she was like, yeah, I'm good. Holding the wheel with one hand and a bag in the other. She was kind of weird. <laughs> I am weak, man. Kev, how um, was your week? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Shoot. You know, we at the back half of the year, and Dizzle, you know this from working at the radio station, and Killer, you know from dealing with me for so long, that after our food drive for Thanksgiving, shit slow down, and everybody start cashing in the vacation days. And I am off after December 20th until the new year. Are you sure the 20th? I'm positive. I double check. Okay. Check. So that that Monday, I'm going to come in to work that Monday, and then I'm off. Now, I'm going to come in a couple times here and there just to take care of loose ends and things of that nature. But, like, actually working a whole day, nah, bruh. So just trying to make sure everything in order and everything like that because, you know, random shit pops up. And even though you off, you're not really off. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to check your email, but if a phone call come through, kind of got to answer it. So just trying to get shit scheduled and make sure everything kosher because being off for two weeks is long as hell. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to make sure that shit is situated. We're also trying to get some things going to try to do a Christmas event for some kids. So we're working on getting gift cards and trying to get a venue to have like a little Christmas party for kids and everything like that. Um, trying to get that all squared away. By the end of next week is my goal and everything like that. But uh, last night, went down to the Liberty Funny Bone for the very first time. And I will say, their Funny Bone is way better than our Funny Bone here yeah. in Dayton. <laughs> Was it the food? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, just how uh, it looked? It's, it's much bigger. The layout is way better. Like, they got an upstairs. They got a, as soon as you walk mm. in, it's a big ass bar. And then they got like a, a smaller stage over there. So I'm guess that's like for the open mic night or something like that. So you walk mm. in, big ass bar, stage, and then you go around the corner and then go downstairs to the actual funny bone. So you go down there and it's just wide open. You ain't like sitting on top of each other like you are at our, our dating funny bone. And then they got a level upstairs where people can sit and everything like that. So we went to go see Chico Bean last night. He was funny as hell, so that was a good time last night. So that's back-to-back weekends, date night with me and the wife. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting all types of brownie points. You you headed home for the holidays? We are. We are. Well, let me say it like this. We are planning to go home for the holidays. Um, Our plan is to go home probably like the 22nd and stay until like the 27th or something like that. Um, That's the plan, you know. Y'all know my mom is a retired nurse. She's super cautious about the COVID. You know, my grandmother's older. My aunt, uncle, and little cousin, they are not coming to town because of COVID, about the new Amarion variant and all that shit. (laughs) Um, Hey, that's the funniest meme of the week. Did you see? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Amarion on the damn, uh, what's that, Mad Singer? Yeah. And he turns around with that smile like a Marion variant. I mean, that shit had me crying laughing. Yeah, crying. so that variant got my, <laughs> brother, my brother all the way in Vegas. He actually, he didn't get COVID. He had to go get tested for COVID because he thought he had it, but he ended up having a strep throat. So he kind of like, I don't know if I feel like flying all the way back home. And I told him, like, well, why don't you just come out for, like, Mother's Day? The weather be much better. We're trying to get my aunt and uncle to come out for Mother's Day. You know, just so we ain't, like, you know, it's cold outside. We we have to be in the house for Christmas. Yeah. But, like, a Mother's Day, it's the spring. We can be outside a little bit, everything like that. And, you know, some relatives are vaccinated. Some relatives ain't. My moms ain't playing that shit. So I'm just not trying to have that whole deal about, 
COVID. Like, I'm just not, right. I just don't want to fucking deal with it at all, to be perfectly honest, because it's a pain in the ass. But, you know, yeah. we are planning on going home to see the peoples for Christmas. Nice. No shit. On the, Go I'm ahead, bro. I'm on the ticket, bro, but uh, we're we going to talk a little bit about the Grammy Grammy nominations. We uh, enlighten, got those. Enlighten me. Yeah, man, this shit just came out, what, I think last week. Um, I mean, we don't got to get into all the topics uh, or, or, you know, but we best rap album. And, you know, uh, I feel like the best rap albums, they got it, at least the nominees. They got the nominees right <laughs> this year. It's it's rare that you can look at each of the albums and you kind of picked it before the nom- uh, the Grammys came out and picked the nominees. Like, these is what we was already looking for throughout the year. Um, so I'm looking at the nominees. Now we got Tyler, the creator. Call me That's if you get winner. lost. That's the winner. Before, we got Nas. Nas, King's Disease 2. Solid. Kanye, Kanye West, Donda, which I believe will be. <laughs> we got Drake, Certified Lover Boy, and then J. Cole, the offseason. Which, which I believe will be the winner. <laughs> I got Drake. So I think there's you a big Drake. difference. I think there's a big difference between what we think the winner is going to be and our personal favorite. So out of these nominations, uh, Dizzle, you said, yay, Donda going to win. Kill it, it's out of Kanye and Tyler, the creator. Those are my two, two horses in this race. Killer, you said that Drake's going to win. Correct. And I... I think that Kanye is going to win. I think that he's going to win. But out of those nominations, what are y'all favorite albums out of these nominations? Donda. I would take Tyler, the creator, over over Drake. For me, it surprisingly enough, it is not the J. Cole. And I really like this J. Cole album a lot. It's the Tyler, hands down, man. Hands down. And I don't even... I don't even fuck with the dude, man. But that album is dope. Like that's, that's, the, like, that's, that's like my hands down to me. I was gonna say that's like the first time I really like sat down and listened to a Tyler the Creator album. Like, and I loved it. So that made me kind of dig back, <laughs> dig back through. I like his music. So the, the, the weirdos of the world, those be the ones that I, I seem to flock to and like have a, have a soft passion for. So it's like. <laughs> His, his his personality I've been a fan of. I just never really got into his music, so I'm a. Uh, I think that's the probably the, the hardest album that I've heard this year. Yeah, but I, I would like I said. I was just saying, man. I, I think this year it's to the point where they they got it right. You know what I'm saying? Out of all the nominees, I feel like everyone was deserving at least to be on that list. Um, Drake can't win though. If if Drake wins, bro, I think that's a disservice to the to the other albums. If you're looking at all those albums, I would say Certified Lover Boy is at the bottom of that list. Is at the bottom nah, of that list. Bro. You don't <laughs> think so? Tell as, them, as, as as a couple months have gone came and went, you're telling me that this is one of the Drake's albums to win a Grammy out of all the good music that came out this year. I just think it's better than Donda. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Donda. I, I, Donda got to be at the bottom for me. Man. I haven't, I, lo- I haven't thought twice about going back to listen to it after forcing myself to listen to it. Now, I, I know that. Like, I go, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, just on the ride here to Atlanta, I had to play that at like three in the morning. And for that's a road trip album. You played that at three in the morning? At three in the morning? Yeah. Three in the morning. Let's still be alive. We was on the road at... (laughs) I'm I'm in the car singing. I couldn't even turn it up because folks are asleep, but I'm in there bopping and vibing for the however long that album is, bro. The deluxe edition. You know what I'm saying? So it's a couple... (laughs) It's a few extra songs on there. So that's definitely a road trip album. Listen to it front to back and you halfway to your destination. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what other nominations is out there, Dizzle? Do you know by a Um, I guess the other one that would uh that would I would care about is the best rap song. We got uh Kanye West off Donda's called Jail. 
featuring Marilyn Manson and Jay Z. Then we mm. got Bat Bath Salts, which I don't even know if I've heard that song. I, don't I think believe I it's on. I believe it's on the DMX album that came out I, I fe- featuring Jay featuring Jay Z and Nas. Yeah, I think then I we got that. We got My Life by J Cole with Twenty One Savage yeah. and Moray. We got yeah. Best Friend, Doja Cat, and Sweetie. And then we got Family Ties, Kendrick Lamar, and Baby King. Oh, okay. Well, I I'm telling know. you, these nominations are on point this year. That's I'd not bad. See, I would love to see Kendrick win, but I think Doja might get it. I would, I, my, my, rate, my horse in this one is Kendrick. Kendrick and Baby King. Man, that uh Cole and Moray joint got a lot of burn. That shit got a lot of burn, man. That's a dope song too, man. It's a very dope song. I'm fucking with it. I'm fucking with it. That's a, a lot. That's a nice category. Solid. Yeah, so solid. Grammys is uh January 31st, so right around the corner. Man. Who's hosting? Didn't they just announce Trevor Noah? Did I read that? Uh, that I I'm not read, sure. I, got, I thought I just read that Trevor Noah was hosting it. Let's see. He would be a good one. He would be a good one. Because I definitely don't be watching. I ain't going to act <laughs> like I do. Uh, no, nah, I can't. Yep, Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah, the host. He would be a good one. Getting that back. Stay getting that back. Well, shit, man. Let's get into it, man. Bone 3-6 versus. First of all, who watched? Who watched? Dizzy, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> you should be ashamed well, of yourself. You should be ashamed. Let me clarify. I felt oh, no. I felt uh, oh, at, no. at 8 o'clock Thursday. I wake up at 12.30. No, I wake up at 11, like 11 o'clock p.m. to watch Dallas squeak out a win. I wake up, I start seeing the highlights, and I hear about the fight instant. <laughs> So I have to go to Twitter to find it. So that led me to after work yesterday, I came home and watched three hours of verses and hysterically laughed throughout. I thought the shit was so damn funny just seeing like for one, I thought the Terrace Howard shit was ultimately one of the funniest shits I've ever seen in life <laughs> for them so- to bring him. Go ahead. What'd he do? He did some, uh, whoop that trick? He did some... Well, one of the 20 songs. Yeah. Hold out here for a film. I gotta go back and watch that, then. I and didn't he, know that. And he came out and did his whole verse, bruh. They brought out, uh, Wiz Khalifa. Um, Bone brought out, uh... Who did bring out? Uh, Chameleonaire. Out there. Yeah, Chameleonaire, Little John. Little John. Um, Flip yeah. came out. It was that was that was a, a funny ass. That just took me back to like that scene to me. Brett was just a if you would have just paused how we clubbed twenty years ago and hit play, you would see a random <laughs> club fight for no reason. You would see bottles and people piling up, but then at the end of the night, everybody hugged up, slow grinding to the chicks, and you know like that shit was just. A, a prime example of the of the club life, and I didn't realize how many three six songs I really liked. Like I, I you know, Bone was my pick to win. Uh, they did not. I don't. <laughs> think uh, but uh, I didn't realize how many three six songs really I I really I, I fucked with. I enjoyed that through and through. Yeah, that shit was dope. And like I said, going into it, man, like Juicy J and Paul. It's a cheat code because they got the beat side. You know what I'm saying? They have these songs that are out today, like Bands and Make Her Dance. They got shit with Wiz. They got shit with current artists. Like, that nigga Juicy broke out the shit with Katy Perry. Like, yo, these are huge records that we've heard a million and one times. And Bone just don't have that, that, that type of catalog. Like, they got a lot of bangers. But for me, watching it, it was... It was fun, it was nostalgic, but straight to, to the fight. So Busy Bone steps to the steps to them basically saying, Y'all ain't gonna be mocking me. No, no, let me get this right. Y'all ugly motherfuckers ain't gonna be mocking me. <laughs> and then 
Juicy J, SMD them. Invited them, invited them down low. And like I said, man, when you say that to some people, those are fight words. And people can talk and take blue in the face about, oh, man, that's fight words for a 15-year-old, for a child. Look, man, it is what it is, man. Some people, those are that's a fight word. So fight ensues. So I'm thinking to myself, like, damn, these niggas blew it. And not only these niggas, niggas from my hometown of Cleveland, <laughs> Ohio, fucked up versus they done fucked it up for everybody going forward. And to my wife's credit, she said, well, well, damn, how come they fighting? And Gucci and Jeezy literally tried to kill each other, and they were able to keep it civil and perform a versus battle and not fight. Facts. And nobody get into no shit. Like, but these niggas got to fight? These niggas had to do it. I was like, you're right. You're right. And I, I, I turned it off because I was like, man, they not coming <clears> back. And then wifey on the phone, like, oh, shit, they coming back. I'm like, is they? So they come back, and there's no busy bone. But eventually, he came back on stage, apologized, not only to 3-6, but to the fans and the audience and everybody at home watching and everything like that. And they continue to do the show. They came back for the Notorious Thugs part. They couldn't miss that. They <laughs> can't, can't fuck that up. You got to that. I didn't even realize that bone had a song with Biggie and Tupac. Yes. You know, like, that's just like, I, you just don't think about it. I, I didn't put it in that type of thought. And I, I went back and looked. Bone got, you know, way 50 million, I think, record sales compared to, like, yeah. three or six. So that's just a prime example to me of, like, even though Bone never said they were soft, we never thought they were soft, but they were definitely commercial, you know, they came into a commercial sense of of a group and um, got that commercial push. As to where three six was more kind of kind of undergroundish, but yeah. everybody knew everybody knew both, you know. So yeah, that was that, a prime example of that. That's a great point because you think about how Bone is, and they got think about it like this: they got songs song with Biggie Pop. Easy E, Mariah Carey, Phil Collins, like this <laughs> level of people. But when 3-6 Mafia was coming up, like they would just tear the club up, slob on your knob, that type of shit, which we love to this day. Mm-hmm. But now, now, Juicy and Paul have songs with Katy Perry, Wiz Khalifa, Drake. Like they got plaques on their wall because of their production credit. And Deuce, Deuce made an appearance too. Crunky dead, crunky dead. Yeah, that shit. That shit was crazy, man. And Killer, you brought it up, man. Think about all the guest appearances that came out, man. They put on one <laughs> hell of a show. And to be perfectly honest, man, I'm surprised there hasn't been a fight in verses before this. It just so happened that it was Bone and Three Six that had the first fight. In versus history, man, it it was slightly embarrassing, but hella entertaining. Also, I was gonna say, where this where, where this ring for y'all? I so I didn't see it, but I'm gonna go back just from what I've seen online and what y'all yeah, are saying now. You, I'm gonna definitely go back. That drive back from Atlanta. <laughs> I'm gonna have to on your new fancy phone. Dizzle, I got a question for you. Did you know that Juicy J had the cuts on the turntables, the cold with it? I I did. I saw a clip. Uh, had to been a, a couple years ago where he was scratching and blending shit. He was he was cold when I saw it, so I'm like, yeah, that nigga talented. Beats, raps, DJing. Yeah, so yeah, no, raps, I won't go there. I won't go there with the raps. <laughs> shit. He, he Beats, you know make a hit. hit. Making hits, absolutely. Hit. Absolutely. Because I mean, he we're went. not gonna compare him to you know Cole or Kendrick or Hove in the rap category, but hits, absolutely. Most they definitely. brought out a whole. They had a whole stripper up there too. <laughs> that was out. <laughs> the wife was like, oh, oh, "Why it's only one?" <laughs> Literally, so one where stripper. Where is rank? Y'all, y'all saying they brought out all the stars that we thought. Yeah, remember when Timberland and Swiss? Yeah. When Timberland and Swiss came out, they didn't even bring out nobody. You talk oh, about they had Lil Wayne, Terrence Howard, Wiz. Like you. I got a rank. Between like four, four and eight, somewhere between four and eight. I think this 
crack my top five, just off the top of my head. Mm. Top five. I still, my favorite and most entertaining, the most entertaining for me was Locks Dipset because of what Jada did. And that shit was next level. Definitely DMX and Snoop is up there for me as well. Red Meth is up there for me. So yeah, this is this is this is four or five for me. This was very good, very entertaining. I, I couldn't leave out the Ozzy Brothers and, and Earth Wind and Fire. That was just musically, that was one of my favorites. And then the Jeezy, Jeezy and uh, Gucci. Um, I definitely, I even like. I go back to the uh, Scott Storch and Manny. I thought that shit was hard. Just all the stuff dope. they they went through. So it's, it's just somewhere. It's definitely top ten though. Definitely top ten. Yeah. Did y'all see Swiss going on his his Twitter rant? Just like, dogging like, him. Light skin shit. <laughs> nigga was mad. He was he was just airing out his uh, grievances. Niggas, he's talking about niggas showing up late. You show up late, you getting paid late. How are you going to try to charge the culture ten times which I charge in the white venues? Y'all ain't did a show in twenty summers, but want to. Up the price, <laughs> talking about yesterday's price ain't today's price, and y'all ain't even been performing. He said niggas are showing up. You ain't performed in this long, and now you showing up drunk. Like he was upset, but then at the end of the day, he was talking about this was one of my favorite verses. Did you see yeah, Busy reply to that? Go ahead, go ahead. Nah. Busy, busy had on a roll and was sipping some wine. Like I ain't got work a day in my motherfucking life if I don't want to. He was like, what you mean? To, he was like, I'm, I'm good out here. He, you know, sipping his wine and started playing some music. He was just kind of like on some like unbothered type of vibes. <laughs> a lot of people saying like some of that shit, like what well, Bone is saying, like that wasn't them. He said that they were there and they do their prayer together. It's like, it's like I ain't going to say who it was, but they some people was waiting on to do a phone call to do their prayer. Like we was there. We was. He's like, we beat the DJs there. Like, the, not the DJs, they're DJs, but they beat the DJs that was there that was battling before Versus started. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing. So, the stream started at 9.30. So, obviously, it's going to start at 10, right? Right? It's going to start at 10. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, that's pretty, pretty late for a Thursday night for your boy. Norman, I'm in the bed, you know what I'm saying, with my feet up by 10.30. Dozing off by 10.45, like, I got to get my rest. So I'm like, all right, man, it's, 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 it's bone, it's 3.6. I'm in here, I'm going to watch it. Uh, one of my best friends, known him since first grade, he hit me up like, I know you locked in, I know you're going to be locked in. So I'm like, shit, I I charge up my phone because everybody and their mom is watching. Excuse me. So we want to talk about it. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to fucking watch it. They start at 9.30. They do like a 20-minute DJ battle. And all due respect to all the DJs out there. DJ Killer Cat, OPs, Dizzle, everybody, every all the DJs, all due respect. But I don't want to see that shit at 10, 10 o'clock. <laughs> I want the performance, man. Like I want the performance. Like that's what I'm here for. That's what I want to see. So we have yeah. that. And then we got a bunch of then the DJs gotta warm up. The actual show DJs gotta warm up and all that shit. So they didn't actually start. They didn't start until 10.30. Woo. They didn't start until 10.30. And this shit wasn't over until 12.30. Nigga, I'll get in the bed. My adrenaline's still going. I ain't fall asleep until 1 o'clock. Alarm clock go off because I'm supposed to go work out at, at 5.30. Not on Friday, nigga. <laughs> get up to the gym on Friday. That shit had my ass tired. I definitely thought it was great, though. It was, it was worth it. I'm going to have to rewatch it. I'm going to have to rewatch it. Well, look, I got one more, one more thing. Well, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna have to watch it. I'm going to have to watch it. I ain't, I, ain't I ain't see a bit of it. You I saw the highlight of... That was, no, that was a little scuff. That was a scuff, man. He threw the water bottle. Nigga squared up like Russell Westbrook, and that was about it. He threw the water bottle and the microphone. Hey, underhand of water, overhand with the microphone. (laughs) And then ran behind the crew. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But I got to come on here and apologize, man. I'm a a man, and when I'm wrong, I will 
admit to it. Uh oh. I watched True Story. Oh shit. That shit fire. That shit <laughs> fire. Yeah. How, how many Shout episodes? Out to it's seven episodes total. One of them is an hour. The other ones are thirty minutes. So yeah, because I it's I perfect. Am, I'm halfway through the hour episode. I just started that before the pod, and I'm already like, damn, this shit, this shit deep. So I'm right, I'm right in the middle of you know what episode one. I'm right in the middle of that of that moment. So you binged it, man. This week, next week, we talk about it. We go do a. Spoiler heavy review next week for sure. Dope, dope. Yeah, I like it. Oh, you froze up, Dizzle. It was going great. God, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you you what said what, that? Dizzle? Nah, I, just, I, I said I might have to watch it again before next week because it's, it's just that good. The fact that, like you said, it's 30 minute episodes, so it's not a whole bunch of. Uh, filler, you know, get straight to it. Um, but yeah, man, shout outs to Kevin Hart, shout outs to Wesley Snipes. Is this really like some it's called True Story? And from what I've seen, it feels like a mixture of acting and Kevin Hart's life. That's <laughs> kind of what yeah. I and in the, the 20 minutes that I've watched, you know. But is that what this basically is? Is this kind of like yeah. some uh, loose, uh, loose stories or a real yeah, story? Loose, loosely based on experiences in his life and mashed up into you know a series uh i watched his interview on a breakfast club and that's what it's like it's like yeah it has a lot of true elements to it but you know it's a dramatic performance so you know they put some they put some drama on it you know what yeah. i'm saying oh so, yeah it, it, it's real good it's real good and and it does exactly what it's supposed to do it especially like last weekend well not was it last week it's two weekends ago uh thanksgiving it does exactly what it's supposed to do on a weekend like that, where it's a big chill weekend. It gets your ass hooked in, and you just end up on the couch for an hour or three watching that damn show, man. So, yeah. I, I finally finished BMF, too. I got all eight episodes. Yay! I finally finished that. Lamar's punk ass is... BMF, like I will say, the first four episodes took me forever to watch. It just, I enjoyed them, but they just weren't at the time of day as I was watching them. They weren't keeping me entertained. I was like distracted or be in my phone, rather see what Twitter talked about. So the first couple episodes was slow for me to watch, but the back end of that series I really thought was really strong. So I enjoyed that back end a lot more. Yeah, old boy that plays uh, Terry uh, Da Vinci. He upped his acting throughout the series. Like he started out, you know, he's terrible. all American. Yeah, he started. He, he his he brought that type of acting to that show. Now we need gritty. We need to believe you. Like in the very first episode when he pulled out the gun at the bowling alley, I didn't buy. It. He brought it out like this and shit. Like he was soft. <laughs> like I'm not buying it. But he got a lot better throughout the series, man, and I commend everybody involved because, I mean, they shot that in in the middle of the pandemic. Like, they didn't shoot that shit, like, in September where it's vaccines out and shit. They shot that shit, like, back in April before motherfuckers was really getting that poke. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, kudos to them. And matter of fact, Lil Meech was in Dayton uh, Thursday night hosting a party. Mm-hmm. So, that's what's up. Dizzle, real quick, real quick, everybody, matter of fact, did, is everybody up to speed on Tariq, a.k.a. Power, Ghost? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, two episodes, right? Yes. Yes. So, real quick, man, real quick before we get up out of here, man. Professor Milgram is a bop, right? She, she, she's a freak, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, everybody knows <laughs> where she lives. Like, everybody. Met the man, know where she lives. The new cop knows where she lives. <laughs> Young boy, young Hooper, know where she at? Like she fucks everybody, nigga. Like she out here. Yeah. So, so I was talking As to. She should be. <laughs> right. She look good, she boy. Out. Right. She can get it. She can get it. <laughs> Factual. Factual. So I was talking to my boy AP about the shit. I'm like, look, man, this nigga Tariq 
old girl, light skinned girl from a uh, beauty shop back with Queen Latifah. She Paige, keep, her name but, is Paige Heard. Her name is okay. Paige Heard. My bad, my bad. Okay. Come on now. He still put some respect on that name. Yeah. Trivia question for Dizzle. Paige Heard. She pointed at this nigga, and every time something come up. If he really needs some action, he need to hit up Professor Milgram because yeah. you give him the cheeks, no question. Like, <laughs> yeah. everybody. Like, I'd be like, damn, met the man just goes up, hey, I'm here to help. And, and, and everybody just walks in. They walk in and get to their point. They don't be like, go to the- I come in. They just walk in like, so here you go again, huh? Like, <laughs> I'm like, damn. They don't even ask when they come in. They, they just feel welcome. Right. <laughs> They know where the bathroom is. They know all this shit. Damn. Wi-Fi connect already. Soon they walk in. They already connected. <laughs> oh my goodness, man. That shit is hilarious, man. Like I knew like like in season one, like she had a sponsor, and I was like, all right, is this like a relationship thing that she has a sponsor for? Or is she like a sex addict? So by the end of it, I was like, Yeah, I think she like a sex addict or some shit. And she has a sponsor and everything. But now that everybody is just pulling up to her crib like, damn, you just out here. Way out here. So, kudos to her. Liberation. I don't, wanna, I don't know how badly spoiled them, but y- y'all think she in trouble? Y'all, y'all think... think, mm, think, it's, think nah. No? Nah, she, okay. she was about to be if Tariq would have dropped that phone on her ass. He could have gotten all the heat up off her and put it all on her, and she could have took that L, but I think she's going to be cool now. she probably get a, a new white cop's mask, and he'll probably forget all about it. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Facts. <laughs> and, then one more, and then one more for Zeke before he gets to the league. Factual. Factual. <laughs> Zeke got here. One more. Zeke. Mm, hot take. She pregnant, and Zeke going to have to save her. Oh, mm. she coming. She coming along with the with the, with the fam. Everybody coming. Uh huh. She gonna Goodness. wind up pregnant, and then they. That's what's gonna have to make Zeke and, and Mary J save save her ass. <laughs> I don't know. Mary J don't give a fuck about nobody, nigga. Like I uh, think the daughter gonna kill Mary J. Like she be on her ass. Like college, college. You ain't going to no college. You ain't going to study. No- <laughs> Take your ass upstairs. She be dogging this shit out them kids, nigga. I just wanna know why every time they show dude in jail, he always living living it up. But he false. Yeah, he, he, he he in jail in the penthouse suite. <laughs> <laughs> that that motherfucker be chilling. Thanks. He big mad cause she gotta come up there and give him some coochie on <laughs> anniversary. He knew what it was. Right. Well shit, fellas. Y'all enjoy y'all week. Yup. Hey, this is the first time we ever taped on a Saturday. Uh, I don't think so. This has been a minute for sure. Okay. I think I think post or pre pre and post pandemic. Okay. You know what? On a Saturday for the two hundredth episode when we got faded. Oh yeah. That's how. That's yeah. That was fun. (laughs) Three hundred right around the corner. You Can't Make This Up podcast, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. And Dizzle. We out till next week. Peace. Peace.